Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 218 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post from July 18th, 2017, titled Change. Desire, Ability, Reason, Need, and Commitment, or That Darn Cat. So I was really happy to attend the annual Lean Coaching Summit that was held last week in Austin. While I've presented at some of the past events organized by Lean Frontiers, and this summit was co-organized by my former employer, the Lean Enterprise Institute, this year I attended um, not to speak, but to learn, to connect with familiar faces, and to meet new people. So last Tuesday, I registered to take a class on a topic I've taken an interest in over the past few years. It's motivational interviewing, or MI for short. I took a day-long class that was taught by former Toyota employee Ron Oslin. It was also uh, taught by Larry Anderson, uh, currently of AME, and he, he does consulting. Uh, AME is the Association for Manufacturing Excellence. The workshop was titled, Coaching Those Who Are Not On Board, In Denial, or, quote, Addicted to the Status Quo, and Actively or Passively Resisting Change. That's a mouthful. Um, there's an article that Ron linked to in the course description. You can find links to all of that and everything I mentioned here by going to leanblog.org slash audio 218. As I've blogged about before, it's not helpful to complain about people who are quote unquote resistant to change. We need to work together with them as leaders or coaches. That's what MI is about from a clinical addiction counseling standpoint, and it applies to the workplace. MI isn't about telling people what to do. It's about helping them articulate why they should change, their commitment to changing, and how they are going to change. I've posted a link to an hour-long webinar that Ron did recently for LAI on this topic of connecting motivational interviewing um, to the workplace. I've also posted a video of him giving an hour-long talk at a conference. So I was excited to learn more about how to apply this method to my own lean coaching. Now, it's unlikely that anyone's going to come to me and say they are addicted to old leadership behaviors and habits, but I believe strongly in the MI notion that Ron talks about in the video and webinar and article. Nobody can force anybody else to change. That's true when it comes to a change like quitting smoking, and it's true when it comes to embracing lean or Kaizen. So let's talk about change talk. When I talk with people, I hear various degrees of what the MI methodology calls change talk. As described in an article I've linked to, the, the types of change talk in one framework include desire, why would you want to make this change? Ability, how would you do it if you decided? Reason, what are the three best reasons? Need, how important is it and why? Commitment, what do you think you'll do? So that's darn C, if you want to think of an acronym, a mnemonic for that. Another way of describing it via PDF I've linked to spells out darn cat. Desire, a wanting, wishing, or willing. They do not express specific reasons, but express a general level of desire. Ability, personal perceptions of capability or possibility of change. They generally express a level of ability. Reasons, specifies statements that specify a particular rationale, basis, incentive, justification, or uh, motivation for making the target behavior change. Need, necessity, urgency, or requirements for change. Usually these statements do not include specific reasons, but express general level of need. Commitment, that language includes um, agreement, intention, 
or obligation to future target behavior change, action, current movement toward change, language that describes that. And finally, taking steps toward change, describing a particular action that the person has done in the recent past that is clearly linked to moving toward the target change. So again, that's darn cat, a good way to help remember that. And what follows are some of my attempts to think through this, you know, as a reader, a listener here, keep in mind, I'm far from an expert in the MI approach. I'm a beginner who has read the core textbook, a book called Motivational Interviewing, Helping People Change, and I've written a few blog posts with some of my thoughts and reflections. But anyway, here are some thoughts on change talk. Desire. An example of a desire statement in the context of lean might be, I wish we could engage everybody in problem solving and continuous improvement. But that seems maybe more like a hope than a plan. They, they might say, I wish we could be lean. Well, how likely is it for somebody to follow up on a hope and a dream? As a coach, we have to empathetically draw more out of them through guided discussion. But at the same time, we need to respect that expressing a desire is at least a positive step because it's, it is a form of change talk. Ability. For any change, we need more than desire. We need some semblance of ability. I'd love to be able to speak Japanese, might be another type of desire statement. I might personally feel very unconfident um, in my ability to learn or to make time for such a thing, so I might not take any steps. A good coach would ask about one's perceived ability to do this, and we might have a similar discussion in the context of Kaizen, something that's adapted from this page I've linked to a discussion might go like this. Client, it would be great if everybody was engaged in continuous improvement. The coach might say, I know you might not be ready to start, but if you were, what are some things you might do? The client would, might say, it would be really hard, but I could stop going to that daily 10 a.m. bedboard meeting where I don't really help make any decisions. I could use that time to round on my staff. And the coach might say, well, it might be hard. It sounds like using that hour each day would be a good start. So I love, you know, in a scenario like that, how MI focuses on not giving answers, a theme similar to a lot of the discussion in the lean coaching realm. When you give somebody an answer, you tell them what to do, they might very well get defensive. You know, imagine this exchange and what the results might be. The client says, it would be great if everybody was engaged in continuous improvement. The coach says, well, you need to get out of your office and get to the Gemba more. That would be a good start. Isn't that 10 a.m. bedboard meeting a waste of time for you anyway? The client might say, but my VP expects that I'm going to be at that meeting. I, I know I don't contribute every day, but the day I stop going is the day my input will be needed. This bedboard meeting is too important. I need to keep going. Defensiveness leads to people digging in their heels and not taking steps forward. Ironically, telling people that they need to change might make them less likely to accept that change themselves. Reason. A reason statement seems to be a stronger predictor of change. It's like the lean idea of starting with why. What are you hoping to accomplish? Coach might say, can you give me three good reasons why you might consider engaging everybody in improvement? The client might say, hmm, the act of engaging people will probably increase our engagement scores, which is on my performance plan. And it seems like we should tap into everybody's ideas so we can solve more problems and boost outcomes in HCAP scores. Our hospital really depends on payments that will come from good scores. I think more engaged employees will be happier and less likely to quit and leave. I, I guess there are a lot of reasons. And the, the coach might say, 
it seems that you in the hospital would be more successful if you're able to engage more people in improvement. And, and what's happening here, these are examples of uh, reflections, um, not just repeating back what the person said, but we, we practice this in the workshop. Um, you're, not, you're not asking questions, you're not asking leading questions, you're just reflecting back and getting the person to continue talking, hopefully continuing this change talk. Now the focus is less on quote unquote, you need to do Kaizen, and more about Kaizen being a means to the ends that matter and the measures that are already in place for um, that person we're coaching. Need. Now we can probably think of all the situations where there are many good logical reasons to change, but we still don't. Do we want to change, which is a desire, or do we need to change because the consequences of not changing are unbearable? Now this might not be the continuation of the above dialogue, but think of a different scenario where the coach says, how important would you say engaging everybody in Kaizen is right now? The client might say, not very. The coach would ask, why do you say that? The client would say, well, I have so many other things on my plate, big initiatives, reorganization, a potential merger. It just doesn't seem like the right time. The coach might say, it seems to you that engaging everyone in improvement is not the most important thing right now. What would have to happen to make it more important? The client might say, I think if I had a clear objective and mandate on my plan for the new fiscal year, that might get my attention. Now, a need like that might be might not be the most high-minded. I mean, maybe the client should want to engage people for the right reasons, but there are certain realities, the goals and the annual plan, and we need to meet people where they are and get progress rather than triggering defensiveness and excuses. Remember, we're trying to draw out their reasons for change, not impose our reasons. Commitment. It's great when you can hear or draw out statements of commitment. We've shifted, uh, the, the person we're helping has shifted from wishing we could to taking concrete steps and actions. So the coach might ask, what do you think you'll do about engaging your team in improvement? What ideas do you have for yourself? The client might say, I'm not sure. I could stop giving people answers in our daily huddles. People are so used to me telling them what to do. I'll start tomorrow by asking more questions and asking them what they think, like you've been doing with me right now. So what change talk do you hear? As you go through the day, be attuned to what language you hear. See if you can categorize the things you hear and, and what do you think about these statements from work and life outside of work. We really need to get those patient satisfaction scores up. I wish we had more time for lean and 5S follow-up. I need to lose 10 pounds so I can fit better into those new suits I bought last year. I'm going to put 30 minutes on my calendar for a gimbal walk each morning, starting tomorrow. If we engage people in improvement, I bet our staff turnover will go down. I'd like to write a book someday. I'm ready to start rounding on employees. If my cholesterol was lower, I'd be a lot healthier. I swear I'll be better about asking staff for ideas. I'm going to start traveling with running shoes so I can work out more on the road. I can be better about not blaming people. So which of those statements are a desire, an ability, a reason, a need, or a commitment statement? So um, I hope you find this interesting. There's a podcast series from Temple University that I listened to on motivational interviewing. I've linked to that in the blog post. Again, you can find that by going to leanblog.org audio 218.